How does a fan get made? Is it as easy as your dad rooted for the Yankees, so you root for the pinstripes? Is it as simple as geography? You live in L.A., so of course you're a Dodgers fan. Or is it a little more complicated, like your college roommate was cousins with Tony Romo and he got him to leave your voicemail once, so now you're a Cowboys fan? Every fanatic has a tale to tell. Here's the story on the fan. Carly Lloyd really needs no introduction, but for funsies, let's just do it. She's soccer royalty, two-time Olympic gold medal winner, scored the gold-winning goals at both 2008-2012 Olympics. She was part of two World Cup winning teams in 2019 and 2015. In 2015, she became the first player ever to score three goals in a Women's World Cup final. She's a two-time FIFA Women's Player of the Year and has made over 290 appearances for the U.S. national team. Carly, welcome to the fan. It's good to be back. Okay, so we're great. You grew up in Delron, New Jersey, which is, I looked at a map, very close to Philadelphia. So what is your origin, your family origin? How did you guys choose to root for teams professionally? Uh, Well, I guess, you know, according to some people, New Jersey is maybe split into two different states, um, as we like to put it. There's the north and then there's the south, Um, although there's people from central that want to lump themselves into either category. Um, but, uh, yeah, growing up in Delran, uh, South Jersey, very close to Philadelphia, about 30, 30 minutes away. Um, and so growing up, um, I was, and still am a Philly sports fan through and through. So, uh, yeah. Is that everybody? Is that the 76ers? Is that the Eagles? Is that the Flyers? Is that everybody? Pretty much. I would say I probably watch uh, football on more of a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, Hockey, I'll watch every now and again. I've been to hockey games. I mean, I've been to all of the Philly sports uh, games. Um, I really enjoy sports. pre-COVID sitting uh, courtside to watch Sixers. That's always fun. I think once you sit courtside, it's hard to sit anywhere else after that. Um, and, you know, growing up, my family, we we went to probably more Phillies games than anything. Um, I feel like it was more of a, a family, you know, family-friendly-ish environment. Um, but we, we never really went to Eagles games. Um, Eagles fans are are crazy. So I'm sure my parents just would have rather watched on TV as we did. Do you have a memory or a first childhood thought of like, this is the team I like, and this is why, like, I have a very vivid memory of the first time the Cowboys were in the the Super Bowl, And that's like very stuck with me. Do you have that for any sport? They're like, Oh, I'm a fan of these people now. Um, I mean, I think, you know, growing up, um, I, I was a huge Darren Dalton fan. Um, that's actually why I chose to wear the number 10 Jersey. Um, he was one of my favorites, Dykstra, Utley, and, you know, I I probably in, in my generation more so, um, you know, the, the 2008 Phillies team that won it. Um, you know, it was, that team was just a, a stellar team. Um, But, you know, from Sixers to Eagles, I mean, Iverson, I was a huge fan of Iverson, um, Westbrook, Dawkins on the Eagles. Um, But I can't I can't remember like one vivid moment. Um, I just have memories of kind of going as a as a young kid 
um, with, with my cousins and just having a really good time. Um, and then, you know, who would have thought fast forwarding, I'd be throwing out the first pitch at a couple of Phillies games and interacting with some of the Eagles players, Sixers players. I mean, it's just, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. Okay. So let's tread lightly on this, but, um, Philly fan has uh, somewhat of a reputation maybe for being a little rambunctious. Do you defend Philly fan or are you like, man, maybe we go over overboard a little bit, (laughs) man, you, you know, obviously I'm more of a fan, but I'm also, you know, an athlete and I understand. And so it's hard for me to, you know, to jump on any one of these athletes cases because, um, you know, fans don't know as much as what's actually going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think playing in Philly and, and being a, a player, you have to have some thick skin. I mean, it's just, it's ruthless, you know, and, and if you come in with so much hype and you're, you're pegged to be, you know, the next best thing and you underperform just even a little bit, um, you're going to hear it. And that's just the nature of, of the, the area. Um, but it's, it's cool. I think it breeds a, a good culture. Um, I think that obviously fans are very passionate. I would probably say I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very, very fan friendly, I guess you could say, I think because I, I live in the world of being a, a professional athlete. So, um, but it's, it's the nature of the beast living in Philly, playing in Philly. Um, you've got to have an A plus performance every day and anything under that uh, you're going to be called out for it. Yeah. So I guess, can you talk a little bit about like, obviously everyone has some version of being a fan as a kid, but at some point you start becoming more of a elite athlete. You start playing in college. Like, do you have a paradigm shift of like what being a fan is? Do you watch sports differently because you compete at a high level? Um, yeah, I do. I, I think that, um, you know, being a fan, you know, when I was growing up, it was just like, Oh, I'm, I'm a fan, you know, and, uh, I like this guy, uh, like watching him play. Um, and then, then I've sort of found myself, you know, meeting some of these players and these players following me on social media and I'm following them on social media. And so it becomes pretty cool and unique. Um, so, uh, you know, I would probably say after, obviously after college, um, you know, as soon as I went in with the national team and then uh, started to have some success and um, then started to meet some of these, these uh, Philly, Philly uh, players. Um, so it's, I understand a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to be somebody who just goes off on, on Twitter, um, you know, about some of the, the Philly Philly players. I mean, I, I, I get it, you know, I'm the athlete first and um, I understand, and there's a lot more that goes into things, but you got to love a hardcore diehard Philly fan. I mean, it's just, I used to hear, I heard stories from people I grew up with when they used to go and watch the Eagles and fights would just break out. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy. It's just a crazy environment to be in, but um, I'm proud, you know, that's, that's our, that's our, uh, that's our area. Well, at least for most South Jersey people. You know, your book says you picked up the soccer passion very early on in your life. I'm assuming you played other sports as well. Did you play all sports as passionately as you picked up soccer? Were you as competitive in everything that you did? 
everything. Still am. And my husband and I are uber competitive with, with one another. He's a, he's a great athlete. Um, he's, you know, he played, he played all sports growing up. He's more into golf now, but, um, yeah, everything. I mean, I, I would practice in my, my yard, um, like I was, you know, Dan Marino throwing a a long touchdown and I would actually try to like throw it and then run after it and be a receiver at the same time. Um, I would do the same thing with baseball. Um, you know, I grew up playing all sports and I think that that has definitely played a role in, in who I am today. Um, but anything I try to pick up, um, I'm pretty good at it, whether it's dart throwing or bowling. (laughs) Um, It's just the competitive nature I'm in. But, you know, growing up and being a Philly sports fan, I mean, it just it drew me to, you know, love sports and love following. And uh, I was just someone who was outside all the time playing any and all sports. So I guess, like, as you say, you were a competitive person. I'm curious, like, as the sports you competed and dropped off and you focused on other sports, is it difficult to become a fan of something that you used to do and like watch people that you used to play with? Or is it just like a a mindset of like, I'm a fan now that that you turn it off and on? Yeah. I think, you know, you just, I mean, soccer was always kind of my, my it, you know, it was, it came before everything. Um, but no, I mean, I like, I like being a fan, you know, I like watching all sporting events. Um, I like watching golf. Uh, I like watching tennis as well. And it's, it's fun. And I love the stories of, you know, more of the underdog stories, you know, the people who um, hate to say it. I mean, some Philly fans won't like it, but Tom Brady, I mean, you, you got to respect the guy. He is just, you know, was, was, uh, you know, drafted. I, I can't tell you what number in, in the draft and mm-hmm. he's just worked his way up. And I don't think anyone predicted the career that he's had except for himself. And, uh, you know, I just love feel good stories like that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be a fan and it's also fun to keep doing what I'm doing at my craft. So one of your big early decisions was to go play soccer at Rutgers Tell us a little about the sporting atmosphere on campus. Did you go to other sporting events? What was it like to be on campus and experience sports there? I think it's hard. It's hard as a collegiate athlete um, when you're trying to do both because our season coincided with all the other fall sport um, seasons like football. And so, you know, we would play Friday and Sundays usually and we didn't really have too many opportunities to, to go watch other sports play. Um, it was hard to watch men's soccer even play. Um, and, you know, it, it just made it, it made it difficult. You know, you, you, you couldn't really have the best of both worlds. You couldn't, you know, kind of enjoy that college atmosphere um, and be a fan and, and go watch all these other teams play in college. And then, you, you know, you couldn't, play your sport as well so um I got to some you know some football games um Rutgers is a lot done a lot better since I've been there on the football side um went to a few basketball games as well um but for the most part it's you know it's a year-round thing and you're juggling so many different things so um I didn't have you know the the great opportunity of of kind of being able to watch many different sports so i think i know the answer to this but 
as you get more and more fans at your games, does that affect how you play the game? Like the game at Rutgers versus the uh, finals of the World Cup, like there's a increasing graph of how many people are watching you. How does an athlete or competitor, how does the fan affect your performance, if at all? Well, I think for me personally, uh, no matter what game it is, you know, I'm going to give 100% effort. That's just who I am and just the mold that that I've been accustomed to. Um, the bigger the game, the, the, the bigger the atmosphere. Um, obviously, you kind of feed off of that fan feel and and – you know, when the crowd is in your favor, um, it, it amps you up, you know, it definitely is a little bit different. Um, but whether there's fans in there or not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to change my game too much and play differently. Um, but, you know, playing in the, the 2015 world cup with it being really close in Canada, um, you know, the, the fans were, were unbelievable. I mean, fans at, at any of our games are, are pretty unbelievable. So you definitely, feed off of it you definitely uh feel it you feel the energy and um yeah just makes it makes it a a different atmosphere for sure so as a soccer player you're probably trying to make the u.s women's national team at first kind of doing that for your country but what was it like to sort of transition to having to make money playing soccer well, I remember finishing up Rutgers. I took an extra semester to graduate, and then I just slid right into the national team. And at the moment, they were negotiating uh, their new collective bargaining agreement, and they were pushing for guaranteed contracts uh, and salaries and health benefits and, and all of that. So uh, I think my first year, I played in maybe two games, and uh, I got a, a game bonus um, check. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And uh, 2006 was the start of the, the contracts. Um, and, you know, at that point, you're, you're just happy to receive anything because mm. you've, you've basically come from not making any income as a college student. And, um, yeah, it was exciting. And, the, you know, the players that had come before me were, you know, fought for that and pushed to make it better. And, uh, you know, very grateful and very thankful for that, but it's, you know, it's, it's great. Um, it's been a, it's been a great journey. And, you know, I, I think that what I've always tried to, to lean on is that there's no guarantee for tomorrow to be on this team. So, um, it's important to not blow all your money, um, in one year. So I always, my, my, favorite saying is it's not how much you make, it's how much you save. Um, So I don't want to be one of those athletes that is left with nothing by the end of their career. I'm curious how how you approach that. Do you have like a business hat and athlete hat? Because like when you're playing, you're probably not thinking I'm making this money or I score a goal, I hit an incentive like that. Do you set a certain day aside to deal with finances? Do you have a, a business manager? How does that work? Yeah, I think it's important, you know, over the course of my career to just surround myself with, you know, important people, um, people that you trust, people that you can lean on. Um, I've always been, you know, pretty good with money and, and saving and, and being smart with it. Um, but you need those people, those experts around you. And, and I have a, a great team around me. But um, I, I haven't played uh, the sport and, and been on this 16 year journey playing for money. Um, 
you know, I play for the love of the game for the sport. And, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to be rewarded um, with opportunities. But um, I think the moment that, you know, you're, you're all about the money and thinking about, you know, banging in some goals because you're going to get a nice bonus um, is probably the moment where, you know, you're, you're not really doing it for, for the love of the game. So um, my hunger to be the best, to be the absolute best, the, the pursuit, pursuit of reaching greatness um, has always been, you know, my MO. And uh, thankfully I've, I've been, um, you know, I wouldn't say lucky enough, but I've had the opportunities to have earned some, you know, income off the field um, as well uh, to just, you know, set myself up and my family and I for, uh, you know, a good, a good future. All right, Carly, before we get on out of here, let's ask some fun with some fan questions. First, if you had an afternoon free and could watch any sport on TV, what would it be? Soccer, for sure. Okay. Favorite snack to get when you go to a sporting event? <sighs> it's got to be, I would probably say Chickie and Pete's. Is that like a Philly thing that us West Coasters <laughs> <Yes>. have? <laughs> just, you know, just some fries and some chicken nuggets. It's uh, some buffalo. It's good. Yes. When when you go to sporting events, do people connect with you more because they're they're fans? They recognize you more than say going to the opera. Probably, yeah. Carly Lloyd, so good enough to join us. She is a fan. If you're a fan of her, you can follow her on Twitter at Carly Lloyd. Sometimes she likes to tweet about Tom Brady. I don't know, Carly <laughs> Lloyd. Thank you so much for coming on the no fan. No problem.